aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. Jack Haney, he's worked in the financial markets for over 20 years, 20 years, at the age of 25 he studied under William O'Neill, founder of Investors Business Daily. He's CEO, co-founder of Patriot Gold Group, the number one rated gold and silver dealer. Gather this, number one rated gold and silver dealer six years in a row. They look out for you. That's the reason. We'll tell why, more about why they're number one rated. But now is the time, more than ever, to diversify into gold and silver. This is Patriots Protecting Patriots, 800-974-GOLD or PatriotGoldGroup.com. Now, in all fairness, I bought from Patriot Gold Group, and Jack was very honest. At one point, he said, don't buy now. He said, it's going to go down. It isn't doing anything great. Uh, Don't buy right now. Then he called back and said, now's the time. And indeed, it was. I bought uh, half dollars. Oh, I'm not going to tell you how much those have gone up, but they have really gone up. Everything else I owned was going down. Look at what's happened to uh, uh, Bitcoins. It's gone. It's almost gone. Look what's happened to the stock market. $1,000 up, $500 down the next day. Uh, My heart can't take that. It's just too much, too bad. And look at what's happened to inflation. Jack, these are troubling times, aren't they? Well, and if you really look at it, the NASDAQ has gone from over 16,000 back in November of 2021. So over 16,000 to 11,500. That's about a 40% drop in six months. So you'd mentioned a 1,000-point gain, a 500-point drop. It's been more of a 200-point gain and a 1,000-point drop. In fact, today... (laughs) The NASDAQ's down almost 500 points, which is 4%, and the Dow is down. It's approaching 1,000 points again. Meanwhile, yes, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin's lost over 50% of its value. Ethereum's lost over 50% of its value. So anyone who thought that cryptocurrencies were the new digital gold or a storage of wealth uh, are kidding themselves with that kind of volatility. You've got two investments. You've got uh, cryptocurrencies. You've also got the dollar. Neither one are backed by anything anymore. The dollar has dropped since uh, 2002, 60% in its buying power, 60%. And that was with a 2.2% inflation rate. Now with uh, 8 to 10 to 12, who knows what the inflation rate really is the uh, dollar is going to drop even further. And there are a lot of other reasons the dollar is going to drop. It may not be the world's reserve currency much longer. But gold and silver, they have gone up since um, 2002. Silver's up four times. Gold's up five times. Gold was 314.58, 2002. Today, 1817.53. Now, silver was five oh nine. I'd love to buy that five dollar silver. Two thousand two you could have got it. Now you'd have to pay twenty one dollars and sixty three cents. Uh, seventy two cents. I mean this is has kept up so better than better than the dollar. 
anything that you paid for a dollar for back then, if you'd invest that dollar into silver, you have been very, very happy. This is exactly what you're talking about. And it just shows you, doesn't it? Well, gold and silver have been a storage of wealth for up to 5,000 years since biblical times. Gold is the currency of kings, silver the currency of gentlemen, and debt is the currency of slaves. Uh, Now, Ken Griffin, the CEO of Citadel, warned against the U.S. with their sanctions against Russia. Because what we effectively did is we weaponized the U.S. dollar. So you have Saudi Arabia, Iran, China, and Russia saying, hey, if the U.S. can just kick us out of the SWIFT banking system, if they can seize our assets because we get into a conflict with a neighboring country that they don't approve of, they can, what, seize our assets, kick us out of the SWIFT banking system. And it's why Russia has demanded that Poland pay for it gas and oil in either rubles or gold, and Saudi Arabia is in talks with China about accepting yuan for Chinese oil purchases. Because for the last 10 years, they have been moving away from their dollar dependence and the dominance of the West on the U.S. dollar, and now what's happening is it looks like it could be the end game for the U.S. dollar as the dominant reserve currency, especially if it's no longer the petrodollar and Saudi Arabia starts accepting yuan for Chinese oil purchases. That would, that would stop our debt because you wouldn't be able to sell a debt anymore if that happens. I mean, that is incredible news, and it looks like it's going to happen because – uh, Saudi Arabia is very upset with what we've done with uh, making overtures to uh, Iran. And because of that, they've messed it up. The foreign policy has just absolutely destroyed the dollar. It really has, hasn't it? Well, not only foreign policy, but politicians <laughs> and their printing presses, right? Right. You can't print gold and yeah. silver, can you? Exactly. Of all the money that's ever been printed since the inception of the United States, 40% of it's been printed now in the last two years. 40%. Oh, my God. Well, one thing many people don't know. Do you know it would take three days straight to count to a million? It would take 37 years to count to a billion. But it would take 37,000 years to count to one trillion. And politicians, that's their new favorite word, is a trillion dollars. Let's, uh, you know, let's pass a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. Let's pass a $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. I, you know, why do you think that we're seeing $7 gas at the pump and $4 avocados at the grocery store? Well, because... Because Biden, in his infinite wisdom, back in January when he took office of 2021, the very first thing he did, well, was he canceled the permit for the Keystone Pipeline. So there went our energy independence right away. Right, right. right. Then opened the and borders. Then, it, then he opened the borders. and then. The, but the second thing he did was he decided to pass a $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. Basically, just, you know, 
paying Americans for his supposed 80 million votes that he got. He just decided to cut checks to every one of them, $1.9 trillion. And when you flood $2 trillion into the system for the same amount of products, goods, and services, along with the supply chain issues, uh, any junior economist or freshman at Duke University studying economics could understand that you know, hyperinflation is going to ensue. Wait, wait till he pays off all the college debts that people have. There goes another oh, one. Oh, well, that's next. Right. Paying, now, yeah, paying off everyone's student loans. So when we're talking about gold and silver, uh, I thought uh, silver looks better to me. I think it's got further to go. But any way that you go, and you've got a great way. You don't have to keep it under your bed where it can be stolen. You have a safe depository. Tell a little bit about that, Jack, because I'm using it. I don't have it at my house. I'm using it. We pay for the dedicated, secured, and insured storage for our clients on their trade. So on a simple cash purchase, if you do, say, twenty-five, fifty, or 100000 and you're not comfortable having it stored at home because we also see the lawlessness that's going on in this country right, right now right. under this administration. You want to store uh, uh, precious metals at home, make it lead, and let uh, Jack store your gold and silver, right. Exactly. So we'll store in a dedicated, secured, and insured private non-governmental depository your gold and silver for you at no charge. At no charge. Then you don't so, also shipping back and forth. You don't have all that hassle and everything. It's there. You can sell it instantly. It doesn't matter. You can sell it instantly. That's what I like about it also. Well, you simply call in to myself first thing in the morning or any account executive that you're working with. You decide to liquidate fractionally. You do a recorded confirmation of that liquidation, and we can wire you the funds within 24 hours. Right. Doesn't get any better than that. Now, if you've got an IRA, you're one of, if not the leading companies for uh, precious metal IRAs. Now, your IRA in precious metal is a hedge against inflation. It's a hedge against uh, decreasing value of the dollar. It gives you diversification. The crash of 2008, a lot of people lost half of their investment. Most people never got it all back and outperformed. Uh, stocks uh, for the last 12 years outperformed stocks it doesn't do any better you want you getting ready to retire this is the way to do it this is the way to do it Uh, at least put a certain percentage of your money into a precious metals ira now how quick is that to set up jack well you know not only as a hedge against inflation but also protection against politicians that are supposed to be running this country. Also, protection against the devaluing and debasing U.S. dollar. Also, a hedge against the volatility in the stock market, right? Right. Uh, This whole idea of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin being a digital gold, I uh, I think everyone has finally come to the realization that that's not the case. Right, right. Central central banks, one of the the reasons Russia was even able to invade Ukraine was thanks to its stockpile of gold. And what that did was it relieved its dependence on the U.S. dollar. So 
you know, sovereign funds, central banks, and hedge funds uh, purchase physical gold. Uh, they don't. They don't go near cryptocurrencies that has nothing tangible attached to it whatsoever. That is just some um, binary code out there that hackers can get a hold of and just get lost in cyberspace. Uh, they also say that cyber terrorism is the biggest threat to our financial system today. Absolutely. So, isn't it? relieving to have physical gold and physical silver in your hands right absolutely and uh i feel so much safer and it's not in my hands it's in your vault and i have no problem with that because i know it's protected it's insured and uh i feel a lot safer with it there because you can't even trust what's in your house anymore you can't tell who's going to break in or anything well we introduced the Inflation Protection No Fee for Life IRA in January of 2021, ahead of the inauguration. Right. Now, had, had everyone just decided to take advantage of a tax-free, penalty-free IRA rollover, right? Tax-free, right. penalty-free IRA rollover, uh, they would not have had to endure the billions of dollars lost in the stock market over the last year and a half. Billions more, and billions of dollars. More when we return to tax The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Talking with Jack Hanning of the Patriot Gold Group. He's CEO. Jack, now when you're talking about uh, investing, uh, is it gold or silver that you prefer, number one? And do you prefer coins or bullion? I've always invested in bullion, but I'll tell you when you said now's the time to buy uh, silver half dollars, they went up like crazy, Jack. I I made a nice, nice chunk of change on that. I still own them because I didn't want no reason to sell them unless you need it. But uh, that was a great investment. You know that. Well, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Howard Ruff, who's a famous economist, sure. said how to, pre- how to prepare in the age of Obamanomics, because it was back in 08 and 09 that the Fed initially quadrupled our money supply. Howard Ruff said that every household should have a $1,000 face value bag of pre-64 silver. And Robert Kiyosaki says, back up the truck and load it up with silver. I'm a buyer till it tops $40 an ounce. Uh-huh. Kiyosaki goes on to say, a mercury dime is real money. 
that right. a, a mercury dime's worth about $2.20, and that's real money is a mercury dime. And the reason for the pre-'64 silver is survivalists and preppers now starting to really look like uh, what they were preparing for, that they were correct all along. I mean, we saw, we saw back during COVID, and we see it again, the empty store shelves, right? Right. You have the empty store shelves. You can't find baby formula now. You couldn't find toilet paper back then. You couldn't find basic goods and uh, necessities. You couldn't find, you know, pantries were empty. And uh, the, the, you know, shelves at grocery stores were empty. So it, the pre-64 silver is fractional divisible denominations of silver, ideal for barter and exchange purposes in case of a currency crisis. They were once a currency, the silver walking Liberty half dollar, the Franklin half dollar, and the 64 silver Kennedy half dollar, along with mercury dimes. Uh, most economists and financial market strategists would suggest a diversified portfolio of physical gold and silver. Many economists are forecasting a significant upside opportunity right now in silver especially due to the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, because what they'll be looking into is power grids and bridges, and half the demand for silver is tied into its industrial and utilitarian applications. Right. Now, not only that, with Russia invading Ukraine, right, there are some bad actors in the world. It's Putin and Russia, Saudi Arabia, Iran, now, why, why do these bad actors have any power? Because of gas and oil, right? Because of right. fossil fuels. Right. So this is going to push Europe into accelerating uh, its renewable energy programs and becoming less dependent on oil and natural gas from Russia, right? Right. So right. if Europe and the U.S. are to accelerate their renewable energy programs, which we know they're doing, uh, that's also going to require a lot of silver at a time where there is a global silver supply shortage. So the CEO of First Majestic Silver, Keith Newmeyer, he said you'd be crazy to think silver will be trading at 30 or $40 an ounce in the next few years. He forecasts silver to be trading at $140 an ounce in the next few years. That's Keith Newmeyer of First Majestic Silver. If that happens, you're going to be sitting beautifully. If it doesn't happen, if it doesn't go that high, you're still going to have silver. It's never going to go down again, I don't think. But silver and gold have always held a value. You can't say that about anything else, can you? Well, you can't. And... Now, another, another thing is it's really a story about the dollar. If the depreciation right. of the dollar continues, you could see the continued benefit of investing in down, silver. Down, down 60% since uh, 2002. Down 60%. So every dollar you've got sitting is losing money. Invest in gold and silver. Matrix gold. 800-974-GOLD. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal 
fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. David Stoddard joined us. He served in the Army from 1966 to 1968, joined the Border Patrol in 1969, California, Texas, Arizona, Florida, Puerto Rico, 27 years, retired in 1996. He uh, testified for two congressional committees about illegal immigration, advisor to Pat Buchanan and Tom Credo of uh, Colorado. David served as chairman of the National Association of Former Border Patrol Officers, Learn the facts from our about our border. The uh, we're going to show them to you tonight. The Biden administration's pushing for repeal of Title Forty Two. It's coming about next week. Next week. The best website is nafbpo.org. It's all at uh, Truth Express Radio. David, we've got a mess right now. April in the border, uh, two hundred thirty-four thousand apprehensions. That's a record number. Nothing to slow the flow. 7,000-plus um, people are got away, a lot more than that. 70% of the border agents are not online right now. They're doing desk work and that type of thing. They'll let the people that they get fly anywhere they want free. Half of them don't show up in court. 90% when they do show up in court are found guilty, but they're staying anyway. We've got no border, do we, David? No, no. The, when Title 42 ends, there'll be absolutely no hindrance to sneaking into the United States whatsoever. Oh, th- this is a disaster because they're talking about the COVID and other diseases coming up. But when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at the number, you're saying there are 40 million illegals here right now. That is better than 10% of our population of illegals. Human trafficking is now the third largest crime. It begins with an average of 13-year-old girls and boys who are being trafficked. This is what they're doing. This is what they're bringing over. This is what they're controlling. And the amount of money, $500 billion a year minimum, that they're laundering of money, they're corrupting officials throughout the world, aren't they? Yes, they are. Uh, I was reading about the Zeta Zeta cartel, and a friend of mine, Robert Mazur, who was on last week, and he laundered money for the cartels on behalf of our government. He had a half a million dollar uh, price on his head, wrote a book called Betrayed and the Infiltrator, two books, and the Infiltrator is a great movie. 
But uh, he was telling me that uh, all of this that happened, the cartels, he went into a town and they took 40 people in the town, innocent people, poor people in this Mexican town, cut their heads off and their hands off in the middle of town as a, so that people would know not to mess with this cartel. These people are ruthless, aren't they? They're absolutely brutal, and, and it, it's, it's unbelievable the amount of cruelty that they can bring forth upon their own people. Forty people, they cut off their heads and heads. I mean, when you're talking about this, and these are some of the people who are getting into this country, aren't they? Yes, the cartels are in total control. Like I said, once Title 42 ends, there'll be no hindrance whatsoever. The, court, the cartels are in control as we speak. The other situation I wanted to ask you about is you've got the opium, or not the opium, you've got the problem with fentanyl. Uh, opium might as well be the same difference, only this stuff's so much stronger. Uh, the people dying between 18 and 49, the number one leading cause of death is fentanyl. This is all preventive, isn't it? We all could, we could have stopped all of this. And who's it benefiting? China. The cartels are working with China. This is our national interest to have a border. We're giving Ukraine a border, but we don't have one. David, doesn't it make you sick? It makes me absolutely uh, nauseous. And uh, I have a hard time sleeping at night from being worried about American citizens. And uh, and the innocent people along the border. And th- this, to me, and the inflation, are two of the two major issues we have in the country. But uh, and also the energy independence. Those three. Well, there are a lot of issues that we have in the country. We didn't have this before. And I've talked to people uh, who were a border worked on the border, and they said from day one, um, General. Uh, who's running for a set here in Arizona. He's going to be with me next week. He uh, said that uh, the day that Biden took office, there was a change immediately on that day. Uh, he said that the uh, border opened up the same day he took office. You saw the same thing. You're hearing it from border guards, aren't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, the, the day that uh, Biden took office, he issued executive orders which effectively ended Enforcement, not not just enforcement at the border itself, but it it ended interior enforcement. Right now, a, a, a illegal alien can sneak across our border and go to a city, and not be hindered uh, uh, in any form, shape, or fashion. And uh, I saw Mayorkas uh, earlier being interviewed and talking about the surge that's going to start, that's going to. Uh, take place after 42 has ended. Mayorkas is saying that they're going to deal with the surge. What he didn't say is how they're going to deal with it. And the way they're going to deal with it, they're sending uh, agents down to the border to process. These illegal aliens will be processed, released, given a free telephone and transportation to wherever they want to go. Wow. Free, free, and they can fly. They don't have to wear masks or anything. They've got got more freedom than Americans, don't they? Yes, yeah, we have to. When we board a plane, we have to show ID. 
Right. When the illegal alien boards a plane, all he has to show is is a copy of the warrant of arrest. Now, how many different countries are coming across the border right now, David? How There's many a, do we have? At least 158. I've heard uh, I've heard uh, wow. higher numbers, but uh, we're vir- getting virtually uh, aliens from every country on the planet. Oh my it's, God! Uh, now, if you think that some of those people are coming in here to do us damage, like 9/11, you've got another thing coming. We've got cells set up, and they're stopping the enforcement of it, stopping looking at for them. And the gotaways are huge. They're not talking about that anyway. These are the people who are drug mules and everything else coming in. And the gangs, uh, the gangs are basically the distributor of the drugs. Some of these cartels, like the Zeta cartel, formed by an elite Mexican military group, 34 special forces people, trained by the U.S. military, and they're in 32 states. They recruit in the U.S. in the prisons. This is this is undermining the very nature of our country, isn't it? Yes, it is. And uh, virtually every every state in the union is a border state. Now, a lot of people think that uh, immigration laws were passed to keep people out. No, but that's not so. Immigration laws were passed to protect the American public. And when these laws are, are not enforced, the American public is uh, put at risk. The laws that are on the books protects the American public from disease, subversives, uh, criminals, prostitutes. Uh, Human trafficking of all types for children and everything else. Any perversion that uh, can be thought of these gangs deal in. They deal in everything. They are worse than the mafia ever thought about being. Oh, absolutely worse. At least the mafia had some some boundaries as to who uh, they assassinated. They, 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 had, they had a code. They had a merits. They had a code of ethics. These people know no ethics. They have no boundary. Now, when you're deal, when the border patrol and you're you were former president of the border patrol officers, these poor people, men and women. They've got to absolutely feel beleaguered. They they ride their horses. They're using the whips on the horses, not on the people, and they get maligned about that. Everything that they do, and the one poor fellow with the National Guard who risked his life, and they found out it actually died uh, helping, saving the lives of two who ended up being drug dealers. He didn't know that, of course, at the beginning. I mean, this is horrible because every day that you're risking your life on the border, aren't you? That's right. Every time you put on the uniform and go down on the line, your your life is on the line. Absolutely. And you've got these politicians and others uh, maligning you. you. These leftist politicians saying they need to do away with ICE, they need to do away with the Border Patrol, we need open borders. This is uh, a dead set to destroy the country. They're, they could not destroy it any better. They need to be called out for what they're saying, don't they? They pretty much have destroyed the border enforcement uh, in its entirety. The only thing the Border Patrol is doing now, they're processing and release. Like I said, the illegal aliens get a free telephone and transportation to wherever they want to go. So uh, effectively, Department of Homeland Security has turned into smugglers. Wow. In March alone, 221,000 illegal encounters 
1,000 pounds of fentanyl seized, 9,593 pounds of meth, amphetamine, 1.5 million illegal immigrants released into the U.S. under Biden policies, and 23 people on terrorist watch list were apprehended. Those are ones that are caught. That doesn't talk about the ones who got through, does it? No, it doesn't. And uh, the only reason that an alien would want to avoid uh, uh, being intercepted at the border is because they have a criminal record or they're carrying drugs. They're certainly up to uh, uh, no good. Now, the cartels have been sending assassins uh, across our borders to uh, to enforce the uh, drug distribution uh, uh, system and the mechanisms. And uh, several years ago, I said that... Uh, the day that uh, the cartels start beheading people in the United States, that uh, the government will take action. Well, it wasn't uh, but a few months after I said that, that uh, a man was beheaded in Phoenix, uh, another one, and uh, a woman was uh, murdered, beheaded in uh, in the South. I forget which uh, state it was now, Louisiana, Mississippi, or somewhere in there. Right. But the... The press is totally ignoring all this. Uh, uh, Biden is getting a, a free ride. And every time Biden or Mayorkas opens their mouth, it's a lie. Oh, yeah. Mayorkas acts like he's actually doing something on the border. The man is, and I'm sure that the Border Patrol people there have uh, nothing but disdain for him. He is an absolute they- waste in his job. He First thing, when the Republicans take office take control in uh, November or January when they take control. I think the first thing I will write to my senator and representative, hopefully we'll have a senator who I could write to to do some good rather than Mark Kelly. But when I write to my senator, I'm going to say, for goodness sake, start impeachment against my orcas. That's the number one thing I want them to do. Oh, absolutely. My, my orcas is useless, absolutely useless. Oh, he's beyond he, useless. He, he's beyond useless. He's demoralized the entire Border Patrol. He has uh, absolutely allowed it to be wide open. He's beyond useless. He is he is destructive to America's security. He's a danger. Yeah, Mayorkas uh, says that uh, the border is in control. Right, well, right. From his, from his perspective... Control means giving walking papers to every illegal alien that crosses our border. To him, that's right. the definition of success and control. Now, let me ask you, how big is this uh, coming up Monday, uh, this uh, doing away with Title 42? How big is that going to be if it is done away with? Because it's still in the courts. We don't know for sure, but the courts are moving slow. How big a deal is that? Because I know that the people coming over, they figure once they get here, they may be here for 10 years, 20 years. Nobody's going to throw them out, even if they are declared and lose their case before a judge and they even show up, then uh, they can stay here. There's nothing requiring them to leave. So how how uh, important is this Title 42? This is, uh, this is an open thing. They're saying, we want you in here. We're going to do away with Title 42, which basically was put in as an emergency due to COVID, wasn't it? Yeah, Title 42 is the last hindrance 
there's nothing uh, that hinders illegal aliens from uh, uh, sneak, sneaking into the United States and remaining for as long as they want, and most of them just take up uh, set down roots and uh, uh, right. using a phony, phony social they, security number. They don't even have to do that. They can't even be arrested at their place of work anymore. Mayorkas has issued those orders. Uh, uh, I, I don't know what class of illegal aliens are subject to deportation anymore because <laughs> I don't think they're in any of them. They've had people who have uh, who they are de- trying to deport who uh, have committed murder, but uh, they can't arrest anybody. ICE can't arrest anybody at their job site. They're not allowed there. I mean, they have we have absolutely put handcuffs on the people who are protecting us. We'll be right back and talk about what can be done with uh, David Stoddard. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single goal? Gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. about the border situation from Cuba. The people coming over from Venezuela are not going to do what the Democrats want. They're not going to vote Democrat because they've lived under socialism. We've also got a situation where we've got all these people coming over and uh, they believe that they're going to vote for the Democrats. But the uh, Hispanics who live here, who came over properly, did the right thing, have become very, very good citizens. Those people they're as upset or more so than uh, the anyone else in this country, the Spags who came here. They're very upset about it, aren't they, David? Yes, sir. When I was a Border Patrol officer, believe it or not, the the uh, uh, Patriots, I found out that the Hispanics were uh, were were really died in the wool Patriots. They served in the right. Marine Corps and the Army, and they loved this uh, country. And uh, yet uh, Biden apparently thinks that uh, the Hispanics who live in Texas, Arizona, and California are liking this uh, uh, lack of border control. But they're, like you said, they're they're not going to vote uh, Democrat. Not no. not once they get situated and find out that the Democrats support abortion on demand, open borders. Uh, Turning criminals loose on the street. Uh, the Hispanics don't like that. They they live among us, and uh, I think they're just as fed up as uh, we are. Right, and a lot of the Hispanics they're they're against socialism because they 
uh, don't believe it. They a lot of them came over here to do the right thing, start their own businesses, and build a better life. A lot of them, that's what they came for. And uh, they were let in here legally. They came in here properly. And none of us have any problem with that. They've been wonderful citizens for us. But the illegals, it's another situation. Coming over to set up gangs and that type of thing. So, David, what can we, the people, do? Uh, vote people who are pro-border uh, uh, pro, um, people who want to keep America free, who want to keep us with a border where we can control who come in and out. How, how do we know who to vote for on that? Because people will say anything at election time. Oh, they'll say anything just to get elected and then be like Biden. and, and, and Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, what can be done? Well, at this point, uh, the Trump era uh, border restrictions should be reenacted. Reenact, uh, remain in Mexico, and and uh, repower ICE and uh, Border Patrol to remove uh, illegal aliens. And uh, like you said, the uh, the illegal aliens have free reign now. The Border Patrol can't arrest them. No, uh, not for being in the country illegally. And uh, they're just well, nobody. Everybody. Nobody's talking about it because they can't raid places they work. So they are lowering the amount of money people get paid for for jobs. So it's hurting the lower class. It's hurting the middle class. It's hurting America as a uh, constitutional republic. It's hurting the entire country, isn't it? And especially hurting hurting the lower class because they can't get jobs. They're being taken by the Hispanics at lower wages. They're being undercut. And not just that, they're overpowering our, our health system. The uh, emergency rooms, uh, uh, along oh, yeah. the border anyway, are filled with uh, illegal aliens. They get free free medical care. Uh, it's not along the border. System. It's not along the border. Every state is a border state, and every state's emergency rooms are being overpowered by the illegals in Phoenix, in uh, uh, Kentucky, in Alaska even, anywhere in the country. They're being overpowered by this, and it's also putting strains on the school system. We can't, we flat cannot afford it, can we? They're putting strains on everything, including the uh, uh, police departments, having right. to deal with illegal aliens, having to deal with uh, translators, having to translate uh, everything into Spanish in in, in Chinese and Portuguese <laughs> and Swahili. <laughs> That, there are that many coming over. It isn't just uh, now. What a friend of mine said, he said, was when he started with Border Patrol, I think it was, uh, he said that it was just Mexicans who were coming over. Now it's people from everywhere. That's right. That's right. In the 1960s and early 70s, it, the, the people coming into the U.S. illegally were, were mainly former uh, uh, braceros. Right. Who had worked in the fields picking oranges, and they were going back to pick oranges and, and lettuce and so forth. And they now were it's good the people. work. Now it's an open door to the world. We have to work. Thank you, David, for all you've done. All aboard the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station.
Patriot Gold Group. Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today. All aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. Daniel Turner. Daniel is the founder and executive director of Power the Future, PTF, Power the Future. Worked for them 20 years. He's worked in communications public affairs, various nonprofits, and campaigns. He advocates for American energy jobs, energy issues. He's been on Fox News, Real Clear Energy, uh, Daily Caller, Washington Examiner, The Federalist. Can we return to energy independence? We better. PowerTheFuture.com. Daniel, lots of things going on. And May 17th, you said uh, gas prices reached an all-time high for the seventh consecutive day. Happened again yesterday, all-time high again. There is no place in the country, no state where gas is under $4 a gallon. And at one point, uh, when Trump left office, it was like $1.87 a gallon. This is robbing us. It is absolutely robbing our, picking our pockets, isn't it? It really is. And and energy drives the entire economy. It's why I love this issue so much. And and it, it should be one of those issues that if it were just done properly, meaning if the government got out of the way, we wouldn't really talk about it, right? You, you expect to turn on your light and have electricity. You expect to go to the, the gas station and have affordable gas and your electric bills to be affordable. Um, it's only become a very uh, big issue recently because this administration is messing it up so much that everyone is noticing it. Um, well, they but, want to bring in this uh, green agenda and uh, electric cars that don't work in the cold. And they also want to bring in electric cars because, well, they're so much cleaner. But they're costing <laughs> 50, 50 to 75000 Plus, we can't get the batteries for the darn things. And where do you get the lithium? From China. I mean, this is absolute insanity. They're doing it on energy all over. They've got the uh, wind energy. They've got the solar. But uh, you had on uh, May 13th, you wrote the um, uh, to cancel massive federal energy lease sales in Alaska, Gulf of Mexico. Lease for Cook uh, Inlet in Alaska would uh, put a million federal uh, subsidi- uh, subsea areas into producers' hands potential for oil and gas development for 40 years. They are not only messing it up for now, they're messing it up for the next 40 years with this. Nobody wants to invest in uh, oil and gas right now because the government doesn't want them to. They're not giving any incentives, and they're taking away all the uh, anything that they had to uh, develop it. We were energy independent two years ago. Two years ago, energy independent. Now we've got our hat in our hand, going to our friends, the Iranians, going to our friends, the people who run Venezuela. In other words, we're going to every socialist country and every dictator, ten-armed dictator. We're going to Russia. And then who is he blame? Well, it was Trump's fault. Now it's Putin's fault. Then it's the producer's fault. Everybody but the administration. I've never seen anybody pass the buck like uh, Biden's administration has done. Have you? 
it's incredible. no, and they're they're incapable of of seeing that any of their policies have had this effect, and 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 that's just across the board, right? It's energy, uh, it's it's immigration policies. Every policy that it has put in place has uh, drastically exacerbated whatever the issue was. It's made it worse, um, and they just look around and, and try to find someone else to scapegoat it. Um, you you raised an interesting and, and very important point about the administration's outreach to the world. Uh, you know, I it's one of those questions I'll have for God, uh, uh, hoping I get to heaven, assuming I get to heaven, but who knows? But one of those questions is, why did he put oil where he put it? But we don't know, right? I have no idea why we find oil in certain areas and not in others. And right. unfortunately, the way the world is structured right now, with the exception of America and Canada and very few other places, most of the oil is found under the feet of rogue regimes. Uh, that's just geo. That's just geology. And so, right. if, if Biden refuses to allow Americans to produce more oil, which he's doing, he's got to get it from somewhere. And those people are the Iranians, the the, the Venezuelans. We, we he announced yesterday he was lifting sanctions off the Maduro regime in Venezuela because he needs their oil. And you say, well, why would you rather make nice with Maduro? And why would you rather make nice with the Ayatollah in Iran instead of just allow America to do what it does and produce oil and gas here? We have more. We could have more of it. So it, it, it's bizarre that he favors even dictators over the fossil fuel industry. And so what's he done? He's made the Saudis... Uh... Uh, going against us and uh, also uh, the Israelis uh, being upset by going with uh, Iran. And all this was unnecessary when we were supplying gas and oil. We were supplying gas and oil, and he has helped Putin because we were supplying gas and oil to Europe. I mean, this yeah. was it's incredible what's going on. But the other thing that is so bad takes no credit for what he has messed up. He has done everything right. He's done everything perfect. The same thing that they've done, uh, Marcus has done, and talking about the border. Well, it's the securest it's ever been. No, it isn't. People are not buying the lies anymore, I don't think, Daniel. They are not buying the lies. They're seeing, you know, it becomes a question. you going to believe me or your lying eyes? I'm going to believe yeah. my lying eyes right now. I mean, it's right down to it, isn't it? And And when it comes to certain issues, maybe like immigration, if you live in a border state, uh, you know, you feel it, you see it, and they just don't put the cameras on it. So, uh, you know, if you lived in Texas, if you lived in Arizona, you would have a much different sense. Um, but you can't hide energy prices because everyone is going to the gas station and everyone is paying their electric oh. bills. And like oh, I said yeah. at the beginning, energy runs the economy. And so everyone is looking at food prices and all commodity prices because everything is grown or manufactured or irrigated or transported with energy. And as energy becomes more and more expensive, those prices just get passed on, passed on, passed on, ultimately to the last person to buy it, who was you in the grocery store. And so your opening yeah. comment of this is driving inflation, it is. This is the biggest driver of inflation is high energy prices. If you can even get it with the supply chain issues, inflation is at 8.3%. Green energy will make it worse and put the United States power grid in jeopardy. Plus, the electric cars are putting the power grid in jeopardy. If everyone had electric cars, the power grids would go completely down. Wall Street Journal editorial, and I love this one. Mr. Biden says more green energy will reduce electric prices. Uh, but then why have power prices increased 11.1% in the last year? 
more green energy will make the grid less reliable, increase demand for gas, along with diesel-powered emergency generators, as it has in California and Texas. The administration wants to increase renewable fuel mandates and subsidies. I mean, that is incredible. And that's uh, from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, you can't get uh, fertilizer for the f- uh, farms because it comes from oil and gas. You can't get uh, diesel. Look at diesel prices here. I was looking at five seventy a gallon for truckers. They can't make a living with that. Prices are going to keep going up as long as diesel prices go up. And these guys can't work for free. Men and women who are truckers, they're not going to work for free. And they're paying almost a dollar a dollar a mile for diesel, aren't they? And, and diesel prices, when you look at the machinery that uses diesel, um, that shows you, you know, the danger that we are in. Yes, all, every- all, all construction equipment, a lot of tractors and everything else are diesel-powered, yeah. aren't they? Right. Absolutely. All, all farm equipment. So, yeah, everyone has a buddy who has a, a big Ford F-350 diesel engine, and he's proud of it, and he can haul things. But, but that's not essential to the economy, right? It may be essential to his job, but it's not essential to the economy. What's essential to the economy is farm equipment and those trucks that are that are transporting goods cross country. And yeah, the guy, the guy driving that big Peterbilt down the road—that's essential, right? Exactly. Because, and as those right. prices just keep rising, again, all those prices are going to get passed on to the consumer. And when it comes to agriculture policy, um, you know, we're still eating a lot of last year's harvest, and some of the wheat now we were harvesting because it's winter wheat in warmer uh, parts of America. But for the vast majority of the food we're eating was grown, the wheat, the corns, et cetera, was grown last year. Um, right. And the reason why I bring that up is because uh, fertilizer prices are four and five times what they're paying. Uh, phosphate prices are five and six times what they were last year. So wait till we see food prices come this October, November. Um, you should be genuinely concerned and not panic. I don't want to scare people, but I do want to warn people. If you think food prices are expensive now, our farmers haven't even really begun to fertilize and irrigate and reap and, and, and transport their crops to market, let alone turn those crops into food products, package them. Uh, food prices are going to lead to uh, a, a lot of unrest right well it's always problem it's always caused riots in countries when they run out of food end of story it's always caused riots and that's historic now the other problem that they've got they're cutting back on co2 you know that's a bad uh, that's a bad gas you knew that don't you you know that <laughs> CO2 is bad. well it's not bad for corn it's not bad for crops it's not bad for uh trees not bad for things that are growing it's necessary for them you cut back on them you cut back on the fertilizer and if you really want crops to grow they pump co2 in to get the crops to grow don't they well then that's the thing that i don't understand about the logic of the environmental movement is they tell us you know we are going to have this global effort to stop the rise of co2 we have to keep it at below two percent uh increase in co2 and they say you know 150 years ago uh, um, we had even less CO2 in the atmosphere than we do now. Okay, so maybe that's mathematically or scientifically accurate. We had less CO2 250 years ago. How are we as a world 
now compared to 150 years ago, right? I right, mean, you can't right. just ignore one. You can't look at one component and not have it within within context. And if you look at the last 150 years, because of fossil fuels, we've eradicated disease. We've moved 80 percent of the world's population out of poverty. Right, um, right. We've 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 empowered whole groups of former marginalized people to the middle now, class to have jobs. You know, a lot, you know nine billion a lot. people. You know who did a lot of that, moving people out of poverty, moving people to where we could uh, prosper? The farmers did. When yeah. they, The beautiful way that they're farming. Used to be people had five or ten acre farms. Now they've got hundred acre farms. We are producing more than we ever have before. And for goodness sake, don't criticize the farmer with your mouth full because the farmers have been producing. <laughs> they've been producing the corn, the wheat, and now they're not getting the fertilizer that's necessary. This is a disaster, not only for here, but for the world with what's going on in the Ukraine and elsewhere. Uh, we are right on the precipice of having a food shortage in this country, much like they're having with the silly shortage that they've got over the baby formula. No reason for that either. No, there's no reason for any of these shortages. And Americans do have a long memory. Uh, you know, we're definitely, as a society, we're susceptible to the new and shiny object and who's in the media and what scandal. Um, but two years ago was not a very long time ago, and three years ago was not a very long time ago. No. Let's go three years, because three years is pre-COVID. 2019 was a banner year for America in, term, in every metric imaginable, except for spending, right. right? We always spend way too much money as a government, and I will criticize. People, but people were having, they had jobs. People were happy. We had a future. Things were, yep. people were saying, yes, things are turning around. We had cheap gas. We had, uh, uh, people were, we'll talk about it when we get back. <laughs> The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Daniel, let's talk a little bit about what's going on. The move uh, with the gas prices and all of this hurts the lower class, hurts the middle class. Upper class doesn't matter. They're driving around their limousines and their airplanes and everything else. But uh, what they've done is spent billions of taxpayer dollars on new programs pushing electric vehicles. Uh, The uh, batteries, uh, they want to bolster the American source battery supply chains. You can bolster the supply chain. You can build batteries here, but the parts into the batteries come from foreign sources. We don't have any lithium. We've got one nickel mine in the entire United States. 
Department of Energy announced uh, the three billion in funding to bolster supply chains and expand domestic production of enhanced batteries and a chance to meet uh, President Biden's goal of having electric vehicles make up half the vehicle sales by 2030. But electric vehicles were only 3.4 percent of the car sales end of 2021. The poor people, the middle class, can't afford electric cars. We've got another situation about electric cars nobody's thinking about. The gas taxes, the gasoline taxes, have built the roads in these countries, these uh, states, haven't they? It's a great point, absolutely. And and these are this is the complexity of any of these issues that the Biden administration is either just too hell-bent on their green agenda, they're too caught up in their own brilliance, they do think that they're the smartest people in the room, that they right. just ignore all of these consequences. And you, you brought up two really important ones, right? The gas tax and just how our interstate highway system is structured and supposedly funded. Um, but you also mentioned a really good point about the, the, uh, the supply chain and the materials for these electric vehicles. And I've said this many times. Um, I think it's a simple analogy everyone understands. Even a five-year-old kid opening up a lemonade stand, which is like the first job every little kid has, that right. kid intrinsically, somehow in his mind, knows he's got to get his hands on some lemons. Right? He knows he needs source material. And you have an administration that is saying, well, we want everyone to drive electric vehicles but we'll just figure out the supply chain to get the part, the parts. And that doesn't work. We need more copper than we've ever mined in human history. And we've right. been mining copper for about 15,000 years. Um, now, the funny thing is, is that we have a lot of these materials in America, but the very green movement that wants us to drive electric vehicles prevents us from opening mines. We have copper mines. We have nickel mines. We have graphite. One of the largest graphite discoveries in the world is in Alaska. But well, we're not going to this way. Nevada is the silver state. Arizona is the copper state. Uh, you've got California, the gold state. It's called the copper state. Why? Because they mine so much copper in Arizona, but they've shut down a lot of the mines. And the fact of the matter is, we have one nickel mine in this country. In North America, there is one uh, rare earth mineral mine, and that's up in Canada. Guy named Muggerman came over and set that up, and is the cleanest mine in the world. He finally met all the standards and everything, but it was extremely expensive. One rare earth mineral mine. Yeah. The minerals are there. They are there. We could become. And we, don't you think we uh, our oil and gas is uh, taken out of the ground cleaner and better? than, uh, say, China or Saudi Arabia or other places? I think No, it of is. course it is. And, and we, have the, we have the fossil fuels and we have the coal and we have the metals and the, and the minerals necessary for all of these grandiose ideas. Well, um, let, me ask, but, let me ask you a simple question that people aren't asking. You got these electric cars. Uh, how they get the electricity? Does it just come out of the air? They've got two ways to do it uh, that they want. They want to use solar and they want to use wind. If you're using wind, it's chopping up birds. It's killing killing eagles. It's killing uh, California condors as it takes up so much land and you're dependent on the wind. You want to do solar? That doesn't work real well at night, I don't think, or if it's dark and cloudy. And then the other thing is, how much? Uh, how do they get rid of the solar panels when they go out? And what does it take to create the solar panels? We don't have the uh, minerals to create them here. They're all coming out of China. This is all a payback to China on the solar and on the wind also. 
that's all being made in China. We're outsourcing our energy when we all keep it at home. Talk about that when we return, please, with Daniel Turner, OurTheFuture.com. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Daniel, guy, ask you a real quick question. How do they produce electricity? What makes electricity? From what I've gathered, there are two things that are, three things that are clean. Your nuclear is clean, but nobody wants to use that because, you know, it could have a very bad situation. Uh, coal is clean, and coal is the most efficient way to produce electric, from what I gather. Natural gas is another efficient way. So how do they produce electricity, Daniel? Uh, I mean, there's so many different ways, but I, I always struggle with the concept of clean because I feel like those are the metrics that the environmental left puts on us, and then we play their games. And so, I, I a guess lot of the, environmentalists- two, the, the two cleanest are probably nuclear and hydroelectric, but uh, coal is clean now, and it's the most efficient. And also, you've got natural gas; it's not as efficient as coal, but it's also very clean fuel. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I support all of them, but I think a lot of people, a lot of crazy environmentalists will, will tell you they're opposed to nuclear power. And, and you ask why. They, their only ideal is wind and solar, which don't work. Uh, you know, they're, they're fun little technologies, and I have some solar uh, panel-powered gates on my farm. And I'll tell you, you get five days of snow. Uh, that, that, power, uh, that, that solar panel is covered up when you go to open your gate, and it doesn't work. Um, well, well, Daniel, I live, I, live in, I live in Arizona, so solar makes sense in Arizona and some of the states where you've got sun 300 days out of the year, but it doesn't make sense. The question is one of reliability, isn't it? Yes, and, and the question for producing electricity is eliminating variables, right? right. Nothing, and just think about it. Nothing frustrates the average person more than when you go to your light switch and you turn it on and nothing happens. And no right. one says, wow, that's curious. I wonder why. You usually throw something in curse because you expect it to work. Well, so how do we eliminate variables? Well, the sun doesn't shine 15 hours a day. So that's a big variable, <laughs> right? The right. wind does not blow every day. One of those questions I'll have for, for, for God Almighty, if I should make it to heaven, is why did he decide in the year 2021 that Europe would have one of the, the least windy years on record? And that's a lot of what drove Putin's wealth. That's why they were buying so much natural gas is because 
for some bizarre reason, last year, Europe did not have a lot of wind. So the Europeans will tell you, well, we have so much wind capacity. But it doesn't matter what your capacity is. If you multiply it by zero, it is not a more elegant zero or a more noble zero. It's zero. And so you could have all the capacity in the world, but if the wind doesn't work, if the wind doesn't blow, your capacity is useless. And so how do we eliminate variables? Well, I'll tell you what's not a variable. Nuclear, coal, natural gas, oil. They always work. Rain, snow, shine, doesn't matter what's happening, they work. Even even hydroelectric, we've got the drought, and uh, Hoover Dam is way low, like Mead, may not be able to produce. That's uh, most of the power for L.A. Hoover Dam's in trouble. So what are they going to do, put up uh, solar and all that? No, it's not going to work for them. It won't be reliable for them. So a lot of areas, especially in the West, are having problems with that. Now, the other problem that they've got, he wrote an article in April that I love, uh, Biden reimposes punishing regulations that Trump removed. The regulations overregulating has really been terrible, and in some cases they're looking at uh, uh, plans to resurrect requirements. Fifty-year-old National Environmental Policy Act, President Trump removed it. Uh, that they have to uh, look at analysis of greenhouse gases that be emitted over the lifetime project as well as climate change might affect new highways, bridges, other infrastructures. And they have to look at five, seven, some lasting as low as 14 years. It, uh, I mean, this is just ridiculous computer mod- models of this stuff, isn't it? It really is. And, and it, it goes to show you the miracle, again, of 2018, 2019, and the first couple of years of the Trump administration before COVID kicked in. And the miracle is this. We did not, Donald Trump did not discover a new oil patch conveniently right while he was president. There was no new technology that was invented. What he did, and and the only thing he did, and I don't mean only in a pejorative or diminutive sense, it's magnificent, but the only thing he did was he let the free market do what it does best. And if you allow any industry to, to operate in a free market, it will produce more at a lower price point for the greatest number of people in the most efficient way possible. And that's what the oil and gas industry did. We produced more oil than any other country in the world, not because of a new patch or because of new technology. We did so because government got out of the darn way. But that, in order to return to that, you need to have a true belief in the free markets and a true belief in humanity and, and in mankind and the American spirit. If you're someone like Joe Biden, you only believe in government, and you cannot allow the free markets or a free people or the, or the private sector to do its job. You think that deep down inside, you genuinely are better than anyone else. And that's the danger of Joe Biden. It is not his, it, his philosophy from multiple perspectives, but the real crux of his dangerous philosophy is he only believes in the power of government. And if you can show me one place where that's ever worked, you know, then, then we can have that conversation. But usually it just turns into Venezuela. Now, what is going on with COP26 and the methane and all that? What is that all about? Can you explain that? Well, you know, that's the, the, so COP26 is the 26th annual climate uh, summit put out by the United Nations. Uh, this last one was in uh, Scotland 
Uh, COP27 is going to be in Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt, the beautiful Red Sea Resort. Um, the previous Paris Accords, right? That was one of the famous COP. I think that was COP24. And remember, if you're a globalist at the UN and you care about climate change, you only stay in beautiful resort hotels. Oh, right? They're sure, never going to have a sure. climate conference in the Congo. Um, the, the wine <laughs> is not very good. Um, but this is where all these globalists get together and they decide what the numbers are. They decide how much methane should be in the atmosphere. They decide how much fossil fuels a country should be able to produce. Um, and, and again, you have to be a little leery when we outsource any official government position to the United Nations or to some other bureaucrat. You know, I, I didn't elect anyone at the United Nations. I didn't elect John Kerry. Um, but for some reason, again, the Biden administration, going back to what I just said, they believe in the power of government. So they think that if we get together in the United Nations summit and think, we will come up with the best solution. And boy, they're, they, they're always wrong. Now, one of the things they did at COP26, they wanted a capture of natural gas, which is found alongside oil and often released in the atmosphere. But if you, if you have a oil well, and you don't have a gas pipeline, you have no way to capture that. Normally in the oil fields, we would flare it off, which burns it up. And uh, that's that's not uncommon to have happen. You'll see gas flares all over the place. It destroys it. And uh, because if you haven't got a pipeline, you're not going to be able to produce it because gas, oil, and you've got Why don't you have a pipeline? You know why you don't have a together. pipeline? It's because... The Biden administration won't even let you build the pipeline. So even if you wanted to capture the methane and you say, great, let's capture right. this methane. Well, no, we're not going to allow you to build a pipeline. Well, then what, what do you want me to do? Right. And that's where the industry is right now. You, you, You've you got to have a pipeline to take it to a plant where they can divide out the propane, the methane, the butane from it and send it on down the line. If you don't have a pipeline, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, what are you going to do? You may have a very good oil producing well. But you've got to flare it off or do something yeah. with it. Right. And it's like the uh, the salt water that comes out. They have holes that they can put it back right into the ground. And that doesn't hurt anything. They talk about the uh, uh, fracking. Fracking, all it does is opens up the holes. Now, what ha- you've got down there is like a river of oil. And uh, J. Paul Getty used to talk about I've talked with him before. He talked about I said, how'd you do your first wells? He said, I looked on the top. I saw the rivers going, and then I went according to that. I found rivers of oil underneath, and that's how he did it. And he said, as above, so below. I said, well, then you became very religious. He said, I became very spiritual about it. And he said, that's exactly what happens. They're rivers, but they will paraffin up, and the holes will close up. You've got to reopen them, and once they're reopened, it works again. It's not complicated. You may acid wash them. That isn't complicated, and it doesn't do anything to harm the environment. This is where people get yelling and screaming about They're fracking. They're fracking. Yeah, they're fracking, but it's good because it opens it up. That's the only way you're going to get the oil out from there. These people uh, have no idea of how anything about oil and gas, do they, Daniel? (laughs) No, they don't. And I've told many people, you know, if you could just show me this this place where fracking has been a problem, I'll, I'll go with you, right? I mean, you hear uh, apoplectic Congress people like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez or Bernie Sanders, right. and they'll say things like whole communities are, are are poisoned because of fracking. Where? Just 
show me the one nine-year-old boy who is sick because of fracking. I just want to meet him. Because <laughs> no. you know if they found him, CNN would be camped on his lawn every single day. But they sure. can't find him, so they just have to make up these these ethereal 30,000-foot comments. It's killing communities. Which communities? Ah, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, now somebody like AOC. You think she's out, ever been out to an oil well? You think she has an idea of how it's done? No, no idea at all. Think Joe Biden has? No, none of these people have any idea about it. And this is the problem. Somebody sitting in ivory tower, spewing off things that they think. And as far as the uh, Green New Deal, uh, don't they realize that the biggest cause? of the global warming and global cooling, which also happens, is the sun, and it's cyclical. They don't understand that. It's a little beyond them. It <laughs> no, it's, it's not, what a concept. Maybe the sun controls the temperature. Duh. <laughs> and, and, and the problem with these folks is that they get to make the policy. So it's a lot of like COP26 and what I was mentioning about how Biden believes in government. I bet you if you asked AOC or Bernie or Joe Biden, they would tell you they do know how the industry works. They would tell you they understand it, but they understand it in the way that it should run. And in their mind, it should run thusly. And they will pass laws that say it should run this way. It, it kind of goes back to Aristotle and Plato, quite frankly, if any of your listeners who know their, their classical philosophy, right? And the AOC and Bernie Sanders will tell you, well, in my head, this is how the industry should work. And therefore, that's the law we're going to pass. But it doesn't work that way. And that's, that's what we're experiencing now every day. Why are gas prices so high? Why are food prices so high? The reason why is because people like Joe Biden and all of his Democrats in Congress have passed laws according to these ideas in their head. And those ideas don't live in reality. Reality lives in reality. And we're all suffering the consequences from their haughty and pompous and, and, and quite frankly, navel-gazing policies. Well, let me ask you, Daniel, has Joe Biden, has Bernie Sanders and AOC, have any of them ever run a business? I don't think so. <laughs> the only, one, only, one, only one who's run a successful business was Hunter Biden. And uh, Hunter Biden. Now, <laughs> he ran a one of the one. deals, one of the deals mean... he made when you were talking about gas and you were talking about uh, uh, situations with the uh, batteries, and you wrote about that, one of the deals he made uh, was to sell a cobalt mine in Africa. He put that together where the mine was sold to China by the U.S. for $3.5 billion. That was a necessary material for making batteries. Yeah. He sold that cobalt mine, put together, fabricated the deal to China. Now, when you're looking at that, is that international interest or was he selling us out? Very clearly, he was selling us out. I yeah. mean, these Hillary people Clinton talk. Sold... Yeah. Hillary Clinton sold our uranium uh, mines to the Russians, right? And now we're talking about increasing nuclear production and buying more uranium for that reason. Tennessee is looking to build a nuclear reactor. Florida is looking to build a nuclear reactor. Great. Where are you going to get the uranium from? We're going to have to now buy it from the Russians. Why? Because Hillary Clinton sold it. So, right. so and, and where did it go? People? It went to Russia. <laughs> our uranium went to Russia. And from there, they said to Iran. Yeah. And our, and our baby formula goes to the to the illegals. So all of our goods and the, services the illegal, need to give the, to others. Illegals. Now wait a minute. To the illegals and to the Ukrainians, <laughs> you you have to throw your hand up and say who are you the president of? Um, and 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 
we've we've lost the understanding of what it means to represent the American people. Uh, and again, when you're Joe Biden, you see the actual suffering of the American people, and not change course, and not, you know, humility is hard, and Lord knows. Mr. Erskine, I am the least humble person who's ever been on your program. <laughs> Admitting when you're wrong is very hard. But, but it is. Un- it is. Until it Joe is, Biden but, does it, we're going to suffer. But if you're digging a hole and you're halfway through, you know, sometimes you just say smart thing is to stop. You know, <laughs> this yeah. is where they've gotten. Now, here, here's something else that they're doing. Uh, Alaska's Exhibit A for green energy components. They should open up mining. They've got rare earth minerals in Alaska like crazy. They've got oil in Alaska like crazy. That one area that you wrote about in Alaska could provide it. It's a million acres, and they quit it. He has done everything to stop any energy production in this country, everything to stop it, and then says, oh, I don't know what happened. Well, I think we all know what's happened. The first thing he did was stop the the XL pipeline. That was the first thing he did in office. We'll talk more about that when we return. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single goal? Gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Daniel, the uh, Biden administration had went by the mantra, orange man bad, we're good. Orange man bad, everything he did was wrong. But the American Road and Transportation Builders Association, you quote this in an article, uh, wrote in comments to the Council on Environmental Quality, federal review for many transportation projects take five to seven years, some lasting as long as 14 years. New rule, if argued, would make matters even worse. They're just making matters worse. We need to get rid of red tape. We need to unleash America and unleash our ingenuity. The difference is Donald J. Trump believed in America. Biden believes in government. Yeah, and, and that's very well said, and that's exactly the biggest problem that we're facing. And, and who knows better what the people need? And I would always argue with the founding fathers, the people know better. Um, you know, you brought up Alaska right before the break. The frustrating thing about that, and I've spent a lot of time in Alaska, and I've been to um, the Petroleum Reserve area, and I know the folks who work there. You know, right. here you have an administration. Joe Biden hasn't been to Alaska since he went to Ted Stevens' funeral. That was 12 years ago. Kamala right. Harris has never been to the state of Alaska. So you She's have never people been from- to the border either. Come on. You- <laughs> been to Europe. <laughs> You have an administration from 5,000 miles away 
that is determining how the people of Alaska get to use their land. And they determine, well, no, we don't think you should be allowed to drill for oil because we have decided so. Well, you know, not to sound a little crazy here, Erskine, but uh, uh, Alaska is a lot further away from Washington, <laughs> D.C. Than it, than it was from London. And we overthrew a king not very long ago for the exact same mentality, someone who from thousands of miles away determined how you were going to live. And the people it's said, a lot, it's also a lot closer to Russia than it is mainland U.S. Yes, it is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the furthest islands out in the Aleutians, you can see. You can see right. Russia. I mean, it's it's right. right there. It's 20 miles at the closest point. Um, <laughs> We we have to get our regulators out of Washington into where the places are. BLM has no business being in Washington because all their lands they control are out in the West. The people who are dealing energy policies, we've got to have people who are familiar with what it takes to produce energy. We've got to have some oil and gas experts in there and not bureaucrats. We're being run by bureau- unelected bureaucrats is the major problem that they've got going right there, I think. What do you think? Absolutely. And the size and the scope of the government are way too big. Um, the, and the permitting process to drill a well, the permitting process to, uh, to get fracking uh, if you need to uh, open, reopen your well. Again, the permitting process to put a deck on your house. Some of your listeners will know exactly what I'm talking about. You want to build a shed, and for some reason, some county commissioner who you've never met before gets to decide whether or not you build that shed and what color it is. Right. up the whole process. Government's gotten way too big, but when it comes to critical industries like energy, it's gotten not just way too big, but it's gotten way too dangerous because they are stopping creativity happening. I am going to ask my listeners to go up to your website powerthefuture.com it's easy to read your articles are not real long they get right to the point and read and where it says uh, click on and uh, show some more blogs start doing that you may not want to read them all but I'm telling you there are some articles there that when you're reading it it should change your idea of a lot of things may not change your idea but we need our legislators to read it and change their idea let them do the right thing instead of what's expedient. Let them do the right thing instead of what they heard. I don't care what somebody thinks or feels or believes. I care about what the facts are. Let's go to the facts, and you get the facts, Daniel. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and that's why I started the organization, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, you are you're standing up for America. You're standing up for the small people who haven't got a voice, and you're also standing up for the hard men and women who work in the oil and gas business and uh, mining industries. These are people who are the backbones of uh, America. And you're also in your own way, standing up for the farmers. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and, and hopefully for, for America, because uh, you know, these industries are critical to our survival and, and we need to have people like Joe Biden no longer tinkering with them because they think they know better. The, the free markets know better. The producers know better. The farmer knows better, not the bureaucrat of the Department of right. Agriculture who's never gotten his hands dirty. Let's, let's remember, cheap energy equals prosperity. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, and, and cheap energy means cheap goods. More, it means more abundant goods. And right. you know where the a better, a better getting... quality of life for everybody yeah. if you can make energy affordable. Thank you for doing all that you do with Power oh, of well, the Future. Oh, well, thank you. God bless you. It was a pleasure to be on. Thank you, Daniel Turner. Our future.
board the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today. All aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. This is your conductor, Erskine, on the Truth Express. Uh, do yourself a favor. Consider uh, calling Patriot Gold Group. Put your mind at ease. The economy is just in such a rambling mess right now no other way to put uh but gold and silver will put your mind at ease you've got a storehouse of true value in gold and silver jack hanny will help you patriot gold group now all of our programs are on podcasts so go to your favorite podcast site and you can listen to any of them and i want to thank all of the stations especially our new friends in nevada Thank you all for saying and signing on to Truth Express Radio. We've got Scott Powell. He's a fellow at uh, Stanford's Hoover Institution, currently senior fellow at Discovery Institute. Uh, He's published over 250 articles. We could probably say about 300 now. He has been called on twice to provide expert witness testimony for the U.S. Senate Committee's U.S. Senate Committee on Foreign Relations and Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. His latest positive book is Rediscovery America. We don't have to build back better. We have to rediscover America and what made us great. We're starting to do that. People are looking at us and saying, this build back better isn't working. Let's rediscover America. Let's rediscover what made us great. And mounting death and misaligned foreign policy risk a dollar doomsday. Whoa, there's a happy article for you. <laughs> you were close to losing status as a world's reserve currency. We've talked a little about that today, but they bungled Afghanistan's withdrawal. The world lost confidence when that happened, didn't they? Uh, not only that, but the American people. Biden doesn't talk about the Afghan withdrawal. There's still Americans over there, aren't there, Scott? There are still Americans there, yes. Yeah, list, lest we forget, and no one left behind. And this is demoralizing our military also. Plus, people said the United States can't be trusted anymore. And we have lost the respect of our enemies. We've lost respect of our friends, haven't we? We have. I mean, our our enemies no longer fear us, and our friends no longer trust us. Or respect us. The Ukraine war, uh, Ukraine was supposed to be neutral. Ukraine has corruption. They have neo-Nazis in the Ukraine military, uh, pro-Russian separatists uh, there. There is no right side or wrong side to Ukraine, is there? I agree fully. I think, you know, I think we're called uh, biblically uh, to be peacemakers. You know, we always, you know, blessed are the peacemakers. We need to press for peace, not more war. I mean, isn't it foolish to press, uh, to you know, to 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 you know to lengthen this war and uh by supporting Ukraine and essentially we're just prolonging the war increasing the the death count and we're pushing Russia to take 
serious action. They are a nuclear power, and uh, this this could conceivably blow up in a bigger way, and and it's not necessary. We've got a thirty trillion dollar budget deficit, and we're giving eighty billion dollars additional to Ukraine. How much sense does that take when you're broke and you've got a debt much higher than the GDP of your entire country, uh, 126% of our GDP? Uh, no, it's, over, it's about 132% now. Whoa, it's gone up. Oh, uh, How much sense does it take to give money away, borrow money to give to somebody else? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's the new norm. You know, they've been doing this deficit spending for years and years. And uh, they, they think that uh, it's normal. Uh, the, we we funded the Ukrainian biolabs. The Russians wanted to shut it down. Ukraine wanted to join NATO. Both sides violated the 1994 Budapest Agreement. I mean, this is just, uh, it's incredible, isn't it? Yes. And now and we're also encouraging Finland to join NATO. I mean, uh, talk about aggravating uh, Putin. Uh, Talk about poking the bear. Yeah, it's really what it is. You just, you know, you you just want to look. NATO may not be, uh, you know, where it needs to be, but we collectively, the economies of Europe and the United States absolutely dwarf Russia. Russia is uh, ranked about 58th in terms of its uh, productivity, its GDP. I mean, it's about equal to California, isn't it? Yeah, not even, not even. Uh huh. Well, the U.S. isolated Russia. They offered oil to China and India at twenty percent discount over OPEC. That's enough to upset them. And uh, the Chinese are buying with their yuan. You got China, Russia, Brazil, who tried to put together a banking and credit non-dollar. That's been years ago. The Saudis are not on the dollar now because they're mad because we tried to. Uh, recut a deal making overtures to Iran, and they are the enemies of Iran. And it's the Saudis who helped put together the Abraham Accords that was so good for the Middle East and saved oh, Israel. You're, you're so right. It's it's almost we're living in a, you know, we're we're truly living in Alice in Wonderland, except it's a hellish Alice in Wonderland where <laughs> where where we, we really we're being have a, led, we're being a government, by the, a government against by the, the people. Mad Hatter, the Mad Hatter's yeah. leading us. Can we point to anything that the Biden administration done which has been beneficial to the American people? And that's the primary no. role of government. The government is to is to protect its people, to serve and protect its people. The Biden administration is is pursuing policies across the board that hurt American people, and we all see it. Well, you've got got the energy. We're no longer energy uh, self efficient self. Uh, Producing yeah, energy, yeah. Uh, we're we're energy exporters, and we are no longer. We've got the open borders. We've got the COVID that was an entire mess that they're trying to give now shots to the little children who do not get COVID because they don't have the receptor sites, and they just came out with a booster for those five years old, and that's crazy. Got them wearing masks in New York. I mean, they are not following the science. You've got Fauci running around with, we're going to have another COVID thing to shut us down. They're following the Chinese model on all that. It's insane, isn't it? It really is. And But I think, you know, the hope is that the American people 
are finally waking up and and waking up in big numbers. So I think there's going to be a big, uh, you know, uh, a tidal wave uh, in November, uh, both the House and the Senate. Of course, we're still all concerned that the states are not moving fast enough to ensure voting electoral integrity. It's so important. Look, look what's going on in Pennsylvania. I mean, this is a simple primary, and they can't right. they can't get the votes counted. It's well, you wrote Rediscovery America. What you wrote in Rediscovery America is what we had, what we can have again, and how we need to get back to it. We need to rediscover what's good with America instead of putting America down on everything. We don't need to rebuild better. We need to rebuild on what we've had and what we've done. Not, not re- We don't need to re- reinvent the wheel in a socialist manner. Look at the people from uh, Venezuela. Look at Cuba. We want to rebuild in their model. We want to rebuild in the model of North Korea. That's what they're not. doing. We're seeing it with supply shortages. We're seeing it in uh, all the things that they're doing. The critical race theory, the whole thing with the uh, uh, everything that's going on, the Green New Deal, is all putting us into a socialist utopia, which is, is anything but a utopia. And I believe that it is demonic what's happening. I agree. No, I want to. I want to. Uh, you know, uh, I want to reiterate just what you've said, Erskine. You are right yes, on, and ev- everyone listening needs to understand that we are in a battle for the survival of America. This is right. a spiritual and ideological battle. It is. It, this is not like any other time we've had in our country. This is, you know, sort of the final showdown. But we we still have our constitution. You know, they, they, it's, it's still standing, and we still have we the people. So we, we've got to uh, push back. Uh, we've got to require that our government follow the Constitution. So on this latest who vote, and I'm sure it'll probably get passed, where the who will have uh, jurisdiction uh, over all countries when it comes we may to... Be, we may be losing our Constitution this weekend. That's what's so Well, important. I mean, no, our Constitution will still be there. It's a question of whether we'll enforce the Constitution. And we've got right. to, we the people have to insist that the Constitution is honored and enforced. Well, they're, is, not in, they're not enforcing the laws on the border. And that was one of the things that they were supposed to do, is keep us safe and secure from enemies, foreign and domestic. Right. And they aren't doing that. They're just letting people in, flying them around and giving them money. We've got the shortage of the uh, baby food. Why? Because it's being sent to the border, to the uh, illegals, and it's being sent to the Ukraine. That's the reason. Make no mistake about it. They can throw, cover it over with everything, but we have baby food. We've been sending it to the illegals, and we've been sending it to the uh, people in the Ukraine. So that's run us out. Instead of America first under this administration, it's America last. It really is. It really is. It's uh, who would have thought things would would uh, come to this, but they are, and that's why <laughs> why you're doing such great work, Erskine, in waking up uh, everyone. I'd remind that remind the listener, and you'll dis- and you'll read about it in Rediscovering America, how the the founders of our country were willing to give everything, and these were very successful. And many of them wealthy people, and they were willing they, to they, give. They it did up give up all. everything. A lot they, of them lost their farms. They lost everything right. they had. That's right. So they were willing to give everything. And what we, what we need to do now is perhaps you know 
give an hour or two a week uh, and get involved in pushing back in some capacity. There's so many things to do in your local in, in your local community, your school board. Um, of course, it, it, you know, giving money is always worthwhile. You want to be careful where where you donate to. We we've got to get results. And when we think about who we want to elect, they cannot be politicians in the mold of the past. They have to be courageous people that are are willing to stand up and fight. Absolutely. Now, in Rediscovering America, you talk about the spiral of silence. We need to talk a little about that. It's Orwellian, the end of free speech, Institute of Propaganda. Uh, they're warping, destroying our reality. They're fostering groupthink, conformity, collectivism, and they're stopping critical thinking. This is a problem that we have. Now, I'm going to quote from your article, The Spiral of Silence, and you talk about the institution of propaganda designed to warp, destroy people's grasp on reality, fostering groupthink, conformity, collectivism. Well, that institute uh, that they've had, the one on the truth thing, that's gone away because that was such a joke. That was led by the lady who thought she would marry Poppins. And then, <laughs> yeah, that that lasted about as long as CNN Two lasted, but Orwell described scope of totalitarian enterprise in one section of 1984. Every record's been destroyed or falsified, every book rewritten, every picture been repainted, every statute and street building's been renamed. He didn't put this down or torn down. Every date has been altered, and the process of continuing day by day, minute to minute, history has stopped. That's exactly what they're doing. Instead of remember the past, Remember that uh, some of these statues replace our people we need to remember. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no-fee-for-life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Scott, you've had an article uh, up at rediscoveryamerica.com.net, rather, and also theamericanthinker.com, and all that's listed on uh, truthexpressradio.com. And uh, both of them are excellent. Now, we've talked about the one, and that is regarding the uh, mounting debt and misguided foreign policy risks and dollars doomsday. We've got, and we're talking a little bit about the spiral of silence. Uh, which reinforces group collective think. And uh, I love George Santayana, who said, those who do not learn history 
are deemed to repeat it. That's exactly where we are. But the history we're going to repeat is not American history, but it's the history of the enslaved socialist nations. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And uh, what uh, you're talking about, and one of the things is the social, cultural institutions, they're reforming our values, our morals, corrupting families, political, legal, economic. When they are putting Tampax machines in the boys' bathrooms uh, for age kindergarten all through high school, then we have certainly lost it as a country. We need to laugh at them. We've got to say, you you people are crazy. And that is crazy. But that is becoming accepted. It passed by the state legislature in Oregon. How crazy can you get, uh, Scott? Well, really, we have to understand that the, the battle that's being fought against us is to, uh, is to defeat us internally, to demoralize us. And it's a, you know, it's cultural Marxism that they're using. And we have to remember that Marxism isn't really about a socialist utopia. It's about destroying Western civilization. Right. And anybody, if you do a great painting, it could take you years to do the painting or build a great statue. It could take years. And people are all the time trying to build statues to World War II and to this, that, and the other. Uh, It takes years to gather the money and to create it. But you could destroy it in a matter of minutes. It's easy to destroy. It's hard to build. That's what the socialists understand. It's easy to destroy, and it's fast. Look at what's happened in the last year and a half, how the gas prices, the entire economy, and people's faith in their government has been destroyed in the last year and a half. Very, very fast. And it took how long to build it up? 250 years to build it up. And destroyed very rapidly. Yes, but we we still we still have the blueprint. You know, we still have the ma- the the user's manual. Uh, right. And that's, that's called the, the Constitution. So uh, we've got to equip ourselves, and we've got to you know put, put take up our our uh, breastplate and our sword, and uh, and 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 really push back, and not violently, but with firmness, with with determination and persistence. Uh, because, uh, look, the truth is on our side. And we know that in history, and, and uh, your listeners can learn about more of this in, in Rediscovering America, it, it's not been the majorities that, no. have, that have won the victories. It's been oftentimes very small minorities. So we, we are a minority, perhaps, although I think that people that think as we do uh, represent at least half the country. It's just that, you know, people are so busy uh, that they haven't been engaged, but the time now is to is to really get engaged. You've got to be engaged right now for yes. your own family's sake, for your country's sake, and for God's sake. I mean that. You've got yes. to become engaged, and that is exactly what you, we have to do. If we don't have a revolution at the ballot box, we could easily have a revolution otherwise. That's right, and I think that there there are forces that are pushing us uh, you know, to actually engage in a revolution. So we have to, uh, you know, we, we have to restrain ourselves not to take the bait uh, and, and to proceed through, you know, peaceful means, uh, through nonviolence and, and uh, civil disobedience sometimes. We have to stop giving our business to Disney and to 
to, to businesses that don't support our country. Absolutely. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Talk about our Constitution. Scott Powell wrote the article about it. This is something that's had no press, very little press, and it's something we need to get out. The Biden administration's government against the people, against the people, self-efficient, burdens placed on the citizens. I'm quoting from the article. Uh, unnecessarily cost American lives and surrendered $800 billion, $80 billion U.S. military equipment in Afghanistan out-of-control budget spending, mismanagement, high inflation, heightened risk of dollar collapse. That's that's the good news. That's the good news. The bad news is May 22nd, 28th, the great health care reset. 75th WHO, World Health Organization, part of the UN Assembly. Uh, the Geneva vote amendments formulated by Biden to turn over the key function of U.S. health care to the World Health Organization. And this is to turn it over. They sent the agreements formulated to turn over uh, our health care to the World Health Organization, January 18, 2022. The World Health Care Organization can go into any country they suspect having a health emergency. Concern to other nations, not just to consult, but they are in to take over. The director of prominent World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, uh, the director of the WHO was at that uh, forum with uh, Klaus Schwab. They're planning the next pandemic. This is a takeover. They're using the next pandemic for the United Nations to come into our country and take over health care. The deal has been signed and pinned by Joseph Robinette Biden, January 18th, 2022. Who gave him authority to sign over an agreement like that, Scott? Uh, he doesn't have the authority. You know, if if uh, the Senate and the Congress were doing their job, uh, they, they would say uh, this has to go through the constitutional uh, Article 2, Section 2 of uh, a treaty, and that requires... Right two-thirds of the Senate to, to vote on it. 
But let, let's let's. So is so is that are the those papers valid? I know the World Health Organization is acting as they are. It's signed by the President of the United States, allowing the World Health Organization to come in if they consider it a health emergency, and they're planning the next pandemic. Bill Gates has talked about that. They've all talked about it. Fauci's talked about it. That's right. You know, we can get some idea of what to expect if this upcoming vote gives who the the new sovereign powers in healthcare policy in the U.S. by looking at the Director General Tedros's background. He is the head of WHO. As Minister of Foreign Affairs in Ethiopia from 2012 to 2016, Tedros oversaw huge Chinese investment in Ethiopia, including a $200 million uh, office building project and eight industrial parks, uh, all of which uh, suggest that Tedros is tied to people in power and the CCP. In fact, insiders know that China had a preponderant influence in seeing that Tedros was elected to become the director general of WHO in 2017. And we know in, in, in 2019 and 2020, he covered up for China, backing its claims of transparency when the first COVID-19 outbreak, uh, outbreak took place in Wuhan. I think, he, I think he put out the story of the wet market and the whole thing, but he was covering up for China, covered Absolutely. up completely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. When he knew what he knew what was going on, they weren't allowing Chinese citizens fly within China out of Wuhan, but they allowed them to go elsewhere in the world to spread it. And he knew all that. I believe he did. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, he's corrupt. Uh, I mean, he's he's palled around with Robert Mugabe in his lifetime. These are utterly corrupt people. They're well, utterly palled, corrupt. Palled around, palled around with uh, Klaus Schwab at the. Oh, yeah, um, he's, a, he's a prominent forum. figure in the World Economic Forum, along with many of the other U.N. officials. I mean, essentially, uh, you know, there's, there's sort of a, a crossover now of U.N. officials in the World Economic Forum. And the World Economic Forum wants the elimination of private property everywhere in the world. It wants to have a borderless uh, world. There will be no nation states. And, and that the World Economic Forum uh, uh, and the and the UN, the, the new body, would administer uh, all the resources of the world, uh, the healthcare, you name it. That that would be what they would do. That would be the new global government. And what we've learned when we study history is we we see that government gets corrupted. I don't care how small it is. Yes. Um, but uh, a global government would have utter corruption beyond belief and and, uh it it would it would destroy life as we know it well i believe that joseph robinette biden has see sown the seeds as more than sowing the seeds he's watering the plants to destroy our constitution because if the world health organization declares international health emergency and the U.S., which he gave them the right to do when he signed those papers, nullify our sovereign powers, including financial economic restrictions, lockdown, business closures. We would lose our independence. We'd lose our liberty to a world government. It would nullify our Constitution. He has nullified our Constitution. Can the courts not stop this demented man from doing that? Well, uh, you know, uh, and I'd say I say demented 
All you have to do is watch him try to string two words together, and there's no question the man is has got dementia, full-blown dementia. And here's this fellow giving away, I don't even want to call him president, giving away our Constitution, allowing the U.N., World Health Organization, to nullify our sovereign powers. Am I wrong on any of that? I don't think so. Well, I don't know that, uh, you know, all depends on how we, we respond as Americans. Uh, and so I think it's, it's just another area where Americans need to speak up and re- how many how many wars since 1776 have we fought for our Constitution? And was it the president to preserve and protect the Constitution of the United States? Took an yeah. oath to do that. He has oath, given yeah. away the Constitution. If he that could, isn't grounds he ought to be for impeached just for that alone. Absolutely. If that's not grounds for impeachment, then throw away your impeachment, Donald Trump impeachment, because he talked to the president of the Ukraine, right? But this is an absolute destruction of our Constitution, which is grounds for impeachment. Any court would rule that, wouldn't they? I would think so. But our courts are very politicized, as we know. I know. So, so getting, a, getting an honest, objective hearing and adjudication is, is a big challenge. This is the greatest danger that this country is facing right now is a United Nations takeover, not only of our health, but it also could be a takeover of uh, nullifying our sovereign powers, financial, economic institutions, lockdown, closures, all that done under the auspices of the United Nations. That is the destruction of our country. You know that. It is. But we want to give your listeners hope. Uh, uh, okay. I, I want to anyway. And yeah, uh, give us hope. What can we do? Is well, anybody going to court on this? Is there anybody? Yeah, saying- there, there's a there's a lot of court a- actions going on right now. Uh, okay. Particularly in the area of, of uh, healthcare administration, we have doctors now in major lawsuits in the state of Utah and elsewhere that are suing the FDA, suing the C- the CDC, uh, and other health. You know, health administrations for failing uh, in their duty, in their obligations for you know for fraud, committing, being involved in fraud. Well, Scott, uh, why are we not hearing about this on Fox? Why are we not hearing about it on MSNBC? Why are we not hearing about it on Newsmax? We haven't heard about this anywhere. Well, I you know, <clears throat> I I uh, don't listen too much to the to the major media, but uh, I'd be surprised if you have if, if some of it hasn't been reported, say on a, on a Newsmax. Certainly, it's been reported on One America News, which is probably right. the the best source of TV news in the country right now. If you can get it, because they've been taken off of almost right. all the systems, right? And that's why I, that's why I said when when someone suggested we're going to create this new you know uh, disinformation governance board i said and people likened it to uh, orwell's ministry of truth i said wait a minute we already we already live in orwell's reality we live <laughs> in a controlled media uh, the the you know we we don't we we see censorship and and cancellation uh, all the time where we we are not allowed to hear the very news we need to hear uh, to save our country. Right. And so we're already there. Uh, even without the, 
this new disinformation governance board, which I guess it's disbanding. That's, I think, what I what I read. It was so. Yeah, supposedly it's disbanded uh, with Mary Poppins taking leave to go back to uh, singing on Broadway or something. But I think it's supposedly been disbanded. It didn't last very long. I don't think they wanted to fight the challenges that were coming to it. I don't think they wanted to. So, and that and and that's a source of encouragement in that. Uh, you know, when they step over the lines and act unconstitutionally and there is a mobilization, a legal mobilization, guess what? They back down. So we, we need to, you know, we need to support those efforts that are being made. But locally, all of us simply need to push back and not allow people to violate our God-given, unalienable constitutional rights, whether it's you know, uh, masking up or vaccinations or so forth. That, all of that is unconstitutional. We're, we're watching some major changes coming about. One is with Twitter, where we're seeing how corrupt they were. And Elon Musk is exposing a lot of that. I never had a lot of confidence in Elon Musk, but uh, apparently he's doing something great regarding Twitter. And we're seeing social media. People are wise to that, wising up to it. Uh We've got a triple the debt in the last 12 years. Uh, that's that's a terrible situation. We're facing a financial collapse. We've got corruption with a two-tier justice system. And we've got extremist anti-American groups. Uh, other than that, we're doing pretty good, aren't we? <laughs> well, I, I you know, I, I'm still the optimist because uh, we've got the user's uh-huh. manual. We just have to follow it. Um and and we you know I, I think the other thing that people are people recognize that there is so much corruption, so much deceit, and so many of our problems uh, you know can be uh, taken back to uh, to corruption that sort of develops in between the uh, the law, if you will. Uh, it's more than corruption. It's more than corruption, Scott. We've lost our value system. We've that's lost right. That, our and that's morality. what I was getting to. Was we, we need to recognize the need for a, you know, a spiritual and moral renewal. And we need to renew. We know we in, instinctively know right from wrong. We, do. we need to go to God, and God, in His infinite wisdom, uh, gave us laws. And God doesn't love people unconditionally. He loves those who follow his laws. And, you know, if you don't follow his laws, look at Sodom and Gomorrah. And look at the other times that he put his wrath down upon people. But uh, you've got to follow the laws. And they're simple laws. And they're meant for us. That's if right. you can follow the laws, the simplicity of it. The problem is people try to overcomplicate it. It's very simple. God didn't complicate things. He really didn't. No, and we, right. we are the ones who overcomplicated, don't you think? Uh, absolutely, and 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 you remember that God's, you know, God's son uh, Jesus said, and and the yoke is uh, easy. The yoke is light. In other words, God's ways are not burdensome; they are right. liberating. Not, not, they are he's liberating. Not making, he's not making us carry a cross through the streets. That's it's right. Not burdensome, right? He did that for us. I mean, think if think when people live honest lives. Let's just talk about it very, you know, sort of down to earth on the basic level of honesty. Yeah. When when you are living your life honestly, that is to say that you don't lie, that you're straight up with everyone you interact with, you're free. 
because you don't have to remember the lies that you told to one person or another. <laughs> right? Oh, is it? That's the truth. Once yes. you tell a lie, you have to cover it up with another lie. And we're seeing that all the time. I've never seen an administration that lies like this one. I know it's it's uh, it's outrageous. It really oh, I'll circle. I'll we'll circle back on that, won't we? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Circle back. Right. I mean, it's just absolute crazy. They can't keep up with the lies. There are so many of them. No, that's that's the reality. So it's all coming home to roost now. All these lies, and one reason. Look, the corruption crosses party lines, and many of us on the on the on the right side, the Republican side, wonder why is it that. More Republicans don't protest, don't, you know, where's their courage to stand up for what is right? Well, it turns out that the corruption is so broad that many Republicans who you would hope would stand up for righteousness and truth and the law are afraid to do so because if they, if, if they push to, you know, to, to prosecute, uh, you know, someone on the other side, uh, it'll it'll come back to haunt them that you know they'll be implicated in some way. There's just so much corruption in our government now that it has really uh, you know stymied uh, enforcement uh, because the very people that would enforce the laws are are afraid to do so because they would be implicated. Right. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Now, Scott, you've been in 48 different countries, and that's a lot. You came back here. You've seen it. Uh, you've seen this type of uh, lies and everything in action and how it affects the population. Are we close to uh, breaking out of this? I think we are. Oh, I do. I think we are because I think that uh, in, in our country, at least, we have... Um, we still have enough freedom, and we still have access uh, to information, and that's why uh, all your listeners really need to uh, work at getting at the truth. There's a huge volume of information on the uh, on the alternative media on on the web. Um, there, is, there is. Remember, there is right and wrong, and there is truth. Now, I've noticed that the other side is exposing themselves as never before. Some people call them the black hats and wear the white hats, but they are exposing themselves. You say a third measure of establishment corruptions are 
accommodation of extremist anti-American groups as though they have a legitimate role to play in reform and influence on policymaking, taking down monuments, creating sanctuary cities, controlling uh, the borders, establishing police protocols, fighting wars overseas or restructuring the economy at home. They are certainly looking like they're winning, but they aren't. And they are exposing themselves because we're seeing the fallacy of what they're promoting. This has been a great exposure. We're going to be separating the wheat from the shaft, I believe. I, I fully agree. I think we're we're in a time of great awakening. Uh, and when when you're when once you're awake, uh, you you really can't go back. You can't go back. You have no choice other than to right. stand and fight because that's what God wants you to do. And that's I right. believe that God is in control and he's never been out of control. Please let the other side show us just what they are. And belief is strengthening among people, not necessarily with the churches, because some of the churches are very, very corrupt and they've sold out. But people are discovering God within their own hearts. That's right. And, and, and you just have to search out new churches because there are, it's, it, it is, there's something to be said, you know, God, you know, when, uh, you know, when one of the Pharisees uh, asked uh, Jesus of, of all the commandments, what was the greatest, you know what his answer was? Uh, it was that you should love God with all your heart. He, he said that you will fulfill all the laws if you love God with all your heart and you love your neighbor is yourself. And so we're called That's to love the, God second, vertically. Second is, second is like I do it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. On those right. two, he said, on those two hang all the laws and the prophets. That's right. That's right. That's very good, boy. You are sharp, Erskine. Uh, well, <laughs> my mother took me at church a lot. With that so, so the point her. is that, it, that, that he, we're also asked uh, to, to have relationships with people, and that's really what a church is. A church is a right. body of people, of like-minded people, and that's oftentimes that's where most of my friends have come from in life is through through churches that I've attended, where you meet right. you meet people who think like you do and will support you, and you can trust. And, and there, them. there's a that's where I was going. There's a bond of trust among those who you are worshiping together with. That's right. Yeah. So I think it's a it's a great time. I'm seeing in our church here in South Florida. Our church is growing by leaps and bounds. It's never grown so fast. Now, let me ask you: Is it denominational or is it non-denominational? Well, it church? happens to be, it happens to be a denominational church, uh, but it, it is really uh, there's not an emphasis on the denomination at all. The emphasis is Good. on the Word of God, pure and simple. Good. And, and uh, the church is thriving as a result. It's just amazing. Aubrey Shines is a friend of mine. Has a church in Tampa. Glory to Glory Ministries, and Aubrey said, if your church isn't preaching American exceptionalism and they're not preaching the gospel, get out of it. I think there's a lot to be said for that. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty simple. American exceptionalism and preaching the gospel. Now, Aubrey's, Aubrey's black. He was, came out of Chicago. He wasn't from the ghetto, but the first job he got was working at the Cook County Correctional Facility. God directed him to do that. So, you know, you follow, you go where you're told, and a lot of times if we listen to God and not listen to the news and other people, you'll do a lot better. That's what I've been trying to tell people. Listen to the God, and God will talk to you. He will talk to you. Pray, and people need to do more meditating. That's when they shut up and listen to what God tells them, what he wants, rather than what we want. That's right, yeah. But you used a, a phrase that's been... You know, it's come under great criticism, American exceptionalism, as though we, 
you know, that sort of singles us out as a superior. Why country. are so many people coming to the border? Why they won't come here? Because we're uh, clearly an unexceptional country? No. No. no there's we need to discover America and we'll rediscover our own exceptionalism. You got Thanks, it, Scott Powell. You got it. All aboard the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today.